0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith and I'm here with my co-host, my dad.
0: Hello Meredith, how's it going today?
1: It's going. It's been a crazy day, but I'm excited to chat about episode two of The Bachelorette.
0: You know, I, I I'll say this: it's hard. I, I give them credit, or it's got to be a challenge for them coming up with interesting dates when they're limited to where they can go. Because yeah you know, the times that I've watched this, they're going to all sorts of exotic locations, and now they're in on a resort, which is very nice. But uh, it does put some limitations on what they can do, but some of those dates,
1: woof. It must definitely be a challenge. And it's a challenge that they're very much failing at. These dates, well, two out of the three, awful, terrible. I would have hated to be on them. I, they were, I was cringing so much during this episode. The first two thirds of it, it was not great.
0: Yeah, I, I unfortunately found more low lights than highlights to discuss today.
1: I agree. So let's just get the highs out of the way so we can really dig into what this episode was about. What was your high?
0: I, I struggled to find highs, and I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw one out at you, um, which I'm not sure if it's a highlight, but I, I guess I, I enjoyed it, was the the display of testosterone between uh, Riley and, and Joseph, uh, where where... Riley was calling Joseph out for speaking for the group and he doesn't speak for Riley and and there is no me and you, there's no us, and and he was getting all, you know, he was all getting excited and everything. And I'm I, you know, and and this is this is bad on me, you know, when I watch the Bachelorette show and see these guys that are just uh uh, you know groveling it makes me i don't like it so i i like the fact that uh, they were they were getting a little uh uh energetic there
1: well i thought that interaction was pretty ironic because before that you know claire came back to start we can get into that later but the first thing riley says is like oh, well i can speak for the group and claire cuts him off and says no speak for yourself don't speak for the group And then, you know, Yosef's over there saying, oh, well, I can speak for the group. And Riley's like, don't you ever speak for the group? You don't speak for me. And I'm like, Riley, you literally just tried to do that for the whole group. Like, were you not sitting here five minutes ago? I thought it was very ironic that he was going in on Yosef for that. But interesting Hi.
0: Yeah, well, I, you know, and I'm, I'm. You know, Joseph is, you know, he's either the truth teller or he is the villain. He's probably both. You know, he's, he's, he's probably both.
1: Okay, so well, my high, very different. I imagine that you could guess what my high is, but it's the dodgeball date. Um, personally, dodgeball was my favorite thing to do in PE class growing up. Uh, big dodgeball girl over here. And then my girl Claire makes it even more fun by making it strip dodgeball, which is exactly what we wanted to see last night. And it's the most I've ever liked Claire in the six or seven years that I've known her.
0: You know, hey, as as my friend Riley would say, don't say we. You know, this is not me and you together. You're speaking for you. I don't need to see a bunch of naked guys running around on TV playing dodgeball. I like dodgeball, too. Big fan of dodgeball, the movie. Played some dodgeball in my younger days. But, you know, give, give me a break on the dodgeball uh, with, you know, taking off their clothes. And, you know, and, you know, our, our friend uh, Joseph didn't get to play, but I thought he made sort of a fair point of, you know, I don't think I want to go out playing naked dodgeball with and, and having my daughter, who I assume young daughter, who is probably tuning in to see dad uh, running around without his clothes on. Not cool.
1: Okay, well, I feel like that would have been one of the least embarrassing things. He about to do this season. It looks like he's about to uh, make a fool of himself next episode. But, you know, to each their own. I personally don't think I could have participated in strip dodgeball on national TV. But I really uh, respect, and I don't know if that's the right word, I liked it. I I it.
0: And, and and grudgingly, I I did put down as a potential highlight of of Jay the Dookie mm-hmm. uh, seemed to be a pretty good dodgeball player and saved the the saved the day at least for the first game for the the red team, which uh, just rolled over the blue team.
1: Yeah, I I did notice that Jay the Dookie was doing well, and I was like, oh, this is a bummer. Dad's not gonna like that.
0: No, but uh, so I Yeah, you know, but you know, we're I'll give him that, you know, but. Uh, you know, I hope his basketball team really stinks this year.
1: <laughs> okay, are we ready to go into lows? Sure. All right. Do you want to start us off?
0: All right. So let's you know let's start with probably the most significant, important low of the of this whole silly thing is that Claire is a freaking roller coaster. You know, <laughs> she is. She she's not. She's a little unhinged. You know, uh, we we have this. I guess, post date uh, with the the whole uh, dodgeball thing. And we're sitting down and and not everyone jumps up to ask her to go spend some private time. She goes away with the guy and says, I can't concentrate. I've got to come back and berate the other people. And, you know, and, and, you know, throughout the whole episode, it appears that she must have affirmation. You know, she, you know, you, you need to say, really nice things about her and uh, uh, you know so so she's she, to me she's she's uh, just gonna be a very difficult person for someone to be with over the long term and uh, you know the the issue she had when she sat down with was it Brandon yeah uh, where, where, you know, she asked Brandon some questions and, and sort of like, you know, just like that, she sort of, uh, made her decision that this is not right. And, and, uh, and bye bye Brandon. so, uh, yeah, just, she just seems a little volatile to me. So, uh, to me, that was the biggest red flag and I'm going to throw that out as a low light, but I've got some other low lights too, but why don't you share some?
1: Well, those those I agree with. I put them in my wrong reasons, but I can I can talk to them. I I do feel like you know Claire could have handled herself better when the guys didn't jump up to talk to her. Like, you know, you're the Bachelorette. You've been on the show five times now. You know how this works. They don't really know how this works. Like, be a strong, independent badass woman and pull a guy guy aside yourself. You know, you don't need the man to make the first move. You're 39 years old. Like, get over it. This is kind of silly. Um, my lows, I have two lows. Um, my first, because it happened first, the love languages date. Um, I am a big fan of love languages. I think they're very interesting, but this date made me super uncomfortable. Um, Forcing the men to talk about their feelings Um, and give Claire words of affirmation from personal experience. It doesn't usually end well when you force a guy to talk about his emotions, especially on a first date. So I I just made me really uncomfortable that they were being forced into this and like watching all of them blindfolded and touching Claire. Like I was just, I was just really uncomfortable the whole time watching it.
0: I, I, I agree. And, and, you know, I, I, put as it, just a low light, the dates, you know, <laughs> and unlike you, I was not as thrilled with the uh, strip dodgeball, but uh, you know, the, the love language date did make me uncomfortable. And, and one thing that I wrote down that, that sort of bugged me was, you know, the, you know, I, I guess one of this love language thing was, you know, run back to your room and find some sort of gift to, uh, to give to Queen Claire here, uh, you know, and that, that is significant. And these guys are running around this woman who they really don't know particularly well. Here's my favorite t-shirt. And here's my, here's the baseball that I got from my last game that signed, uh, you know, some, some real things that I think seem to have some significance to these people that they're just, that, that they're quickly giving away to, to Claire and that to me that, that rubbed me sort of the wrong way of, you know, we're sort of early in this deal and, you know, that's, it, it, it just, it just felt awkward.
1: Yeah. I also, I doubt that Claire's keeping most of those gifts, but I will like give a sh- shout out. I think it was Ivan and his gift of giving Claire the queen from his chess board. I thought that was very sweet. Like it was a good gift because he's talking about how much he liked to play chess and like we've played chess before. I enjoy it as a game. I thought that was the best gift out of all of them. Personally, if I was a bachelorette, I would have been like, oh, why haven't any of you given me chocolate? Obviously you don't know me very well, but overall, not a fan of the love languages date. Um, I also think Claire was being a little greedy, making them go through almost all of these love languages when typically everyone has one love language. So maybe they should have just focused on whatever hers was.
0: Well, I, you know, and, and I and I felt bad when uh, when when our when our host Chris said uh, everyone knows what love languages are, right? And I'm thinking, what are we, you know, what are we talking Italian? What are we talking about? I wasn't totally sure where he was going there, so I was like, I'm going to sort of nod my head and and uh, go with the flow here. But anyway, okay. so yeah, the other low light to me <clears throat> was uh, the the date with poor Jason.
1: Oh, yes. This was mine as well.
0: Uh, you know, and and yeah, she is. Remind me of what Claire's vocation job is when she's not doing bachelor bachelorette things or does she have one?
1: Well, before she was on one Pablo season, she was a hairdresser. I don't know if she's been continuing that since she's joined Bachelor Nation. So I would say influencer now.
0: But 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 as far as we know, she's not a tr- trained psychologist or anything like that. That she seemed to be trying to be with uh, Jason.
1: Oh no, definitely not.
0: <laughs> okay, I that I just wanted to clarify that because you know it was sort of like she she seemed to really go nuts trying to get into the inner Jason and and uh, you know and. At some point if you're going to have a significant relationship with somebody, these are conversations that probably should be had. But not there, and not then.
1: No, no. On the first date, like I just keep putting myself in, in Claire's shoes. Like as a as a woman who's in the dating scene, like I literally cannot fathom going on a first date with a guy and being like, Hey, um, before you meet me, can you write a letter to your younger self so that we can read them to each other and cry about all of our feelings. Do you know how many dates I would get if I did that? Zero. This is not realistic at all, and I know that the show is not very realistic, but I, I just can't. This is just too far for me. It's it's I I have a line and my line has been passed. I hated this date. It was just a therapy session. It literally I felt like had nothing to do with Claire. It was, or nothing to do with Jason. It was only about Claire, like literally any other guy could have been there and it wouldn't have mattered. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit the Jackson Jackson creative. We tell your story.
0: Well, and you know, I, I, I made a couple notes, you know, and you know, I, date with Jason. Claire wants to practice letting go. I wrote, what kind of date is this? And I wrote a shitty date. And then, uh, you know, at the very end of the the end of that date, uh, Claire said something to the effect of this won't be the last time we have conversations about all this baggage that we've been discussing. And I can just like, you know, if I'm Jason, I'm just going, you know, no, no more of this. You know, I, I felt I felt bad for Jason, who seems like a very nice guy.
1: Yeah. I just, this date was terrible for me. I hated it. I would have hated going on it. Like first dates are supposed to be fun. Like go out to dinner, go to an amusement park, do an activity. Let's not just sit next to a fireplace and talk about our feelings. And also there was, was there's a moment there that I thought, you know, Jason's like, Oh, I have this dark past. I have these secrets. And I'm like, did Jason murder someone? Like, <laughs> what was going on? Like, I was getting really, like, you know, homicidal vibes from him.
0: Well, uh, as a guy that, uh, you know, has shared certain things, they're probably, you know, the, the thing, the murders that we've committed, we do probably, it takes a longer time for those to come out, you know. So even even in this uh, thing, there there could be a few dark secrets that Jason is harboring.
1: Yeah, well, fun fun advice from me. I would not uh, be sharing your deep dark secrets on national TV, especially if it's admitting to murder.
0: Probably, yeah. That's, that's uh, that would be good fatherly advice. You beat me to it. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, the daughterly advice for you. Do you have okay. any notes that you want to talk about? Because that was all of mine.
0: I I think you know the the dates and and uh, you know the, you know Claire's just uh, emotions were enough for me. But uh, what do we have for right reasons and wrong reasons?
1: Okay. Well, my right reason, I gave it to Jason. I feel like he really pushed himself out of his comfort zone during his one-on-one, and I think he did really well. You know. He was a good sport, even though he kind of got shafted with the worst one-on-one date ever. And uh, he probably wouldn't have stuck around for it if he wasn't there for the right reasons. Uh,
0: I, I think that's that's okay, you know. For for right reason, for me, I, I put down uh, Canadian Blake, who uh, mm-hmm. you know sort of broke the rules a little bit uh, by uh, after his. Naked uh, volleyball escapade, uh, and he was a loser, and he was upset. He put on some clothes, good for him, and came back and mm-hmm. sort of broke into uh, into the group date and got a few things off of his chest. And I thought, know, oh, good for him. You know, I mean, you're you're sitting around, uh, you know, after you know, being naked on television and totally humiliated and you got a few things to talk about and you came over and I, you know, and I like the fact that I thought, uh, uh, you know, Jay the Dookie sort of seemed like a, a little bit of a weenie uh, the whole time when he got interrupted and had to go get his posse to come back and say, hey, what you doing, man? And uh, so, so anyway, that was, I. I, I like Blake's Yeah, sincerity, you know, not not a word that we should probably use with this program, but we'll use it for for him.
1: Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. And, you know, Claire has definitely encouraged him to break the rules for her. So I I imagine that we're going to see more of that from him in the future.
0: Yeah, who knows if he'll stay around. But anyway, I I like that.
1: Okay, so wrong reasons. Um, You already touched on this a little, but for me, um, I have two of them one was Brandon. You know, he had a very short lived conversation with Claire and got sent home because he said, you know, I signed up when I because I knew you were going to be the Bachelorette because you're gorgeous. And Claire's like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, what else? Like, why else did you want to come here for me? And he's like, because you're so beautiful. (laughs) And And That's it. And then, you know, you get the awkward music and it's like someone just really needs to give uh, Brandon like a cue card of other adjectives like literally pull anything out of your butt and a girl's gonna love it be like oh you're so charming you're smart you're intelligent you're witty you you're so tenacious literally anything and she would have been like oh thank you Brandon that's so great but he just had that blank stare on his face like his, his pretty boy face you know it might help him sell houses for real estate but I don't think it's gonna help him with Claire she's she's a bit of a man-eater.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, he's he sort of whiffed, and and you would have thought that he would have uh, had a better answer at the ready for that one. So uh, I, but I, I did think, you know, that that Claire is sort of like just hitting a, a light switch that she just went from from light to dark really quickly with him, and you know maybe that's what you have to do on this show to to weed out some of the people you don't know. But uh, I, I would think in other situations, he might get another at-bat, but uh Oh, bye-bye. I think
1: will do, do great in paradise. I would love to see Brandon in paradise. He is a hottie. We love to see him in ba- a bathing suit more often, um, but yeah, I think it was obvious that he wasn't the guy for Claire, and Claire was just like, you know, we got to start getting these boys out of here so I can get more alone time with Dale. And this guy, no, he's not it. Send him out.
0: Well, I, I also did find it somewhat ironic that, uh, you know, that that Brandon was saying, I'm here because you're so good looking. and And this is after she basically had a bunch of guys take off their clothes for her at this whole dodgeball thing and then she's complaining that uh, too many relationships are superficial and don't have any substance when you know she basically just enjoyed her, her whole beefcake uh, parade in front of her so i i, I didn't but like I mean, that so much either
1: she's a woman of balance you know she has her beefcake parade at the dodgeball dates but then her other two dates there's no beefcaking going on it's no emotions and depth and you know we we need to have a little bit of both to satisfy claire
0: It sounds like uh, that's satisfying Meredith as well, but go ahead.
1: (laughs) All right. So my other wrong reason is Yusuf um, saying, you know, I can speak for the group when I say you're crazy if you think we all didn't come here for you. And some more daughterly advice for you. I would not recommend calling Claire Crawley crazy. She is gonna go psycho on your ass, bud.
0: Because she's crazy.
1: <laughs> you don't call a crazy girl crazy. Any guy should know that.
0: Well, that that is good advice. You're right about that.
1: Your face.
0: Especially if you're tr- actually trying to date her. But uh, yeah, and and we they they obviously cut this episode short before the the, the rose ceremony or or other cocktail hour hijinks that appear to be about to happen. I, I, think, I think you and I would probably agree that uh, Youssef won't be lasting too long uh, next week.
1: No, yeah, I think that Claire's iconic, like, I'm the oldest bachelorette because I didn't settle for men like that is gonna be about Youssef. So he seems like a grade A douchebag.
0: <laughs> well, or, or a truth teller, and then he's gonna say, "Hey, you know, you're you're you. Why are you humiliating people on national TV? Well, if you come on this show, you're really coming to be humiliated on and national TV." TV so I you guys know
1: what they signed up for, and I don't think any of them were humiliated. It's not like we got any ugly fatties in, on this show. Like they've all got rockin' bods. There you go. So. <laughs> all right. Do you have any wrong reasons that we haven't talked about? No,
0: I, I the only other thing that I thought was a little strange, and I I didn't really know how to how to put it, is at, at the end of that Jason date, you know, they they burned uh, Claire's dress, which I guess was from Juan Pablo season.
1: hmm She wore it when she uh, was, thought she was getting engaged to Juan Pablo, but ended up getting dumped, and she told him off.
0: Well, and it just it just sort of struck me as strange that she said this dress means nothing to me, you know. Well, you've carried it around for a while. You still have it, you know, and, and if you're going to burn something that means nothing to you, I don't know what the significance of that is. So uh, I don't really think that that was such a you know, a big deal. And, and, and obviously, I think it was just trumped up for the uh, for the show. So I, 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 I that sort of rubbed me the wrong way, too. But anyway, that's that's. Yeah.
1: I agree. I was kind of surprised. I'm like, why are you, why do you still have this dress? Why are you yeah. hanging out with this? It's also like not a cute dress anymore. So. It, it right. okay.
0: Well, I, I think we only, we, we only lost one person this whole episode, didn't we?
1: Yep. Poor Brandon.
0: And, and he wasn't on either of our final lists.
1: No, but uh, my boy Chasen did very well this week. Got that group date roads. He's such a cutie. We've also established that he is a doppelganger with, you won't know this, John B. from Outer Banks. People, you know, girls my age, they'll know who he is. And Liam Hemsworth. So I think that's why I think he's so cute. But just keep that in mind for when you watch him in the future. Let's move to the MVP. Um, this one is going to be sticking with my theme of dodgeball and hot men. So my MVP of the episode is again solely for the purpose of dodgeball is going to be Claire for the simple fact that she gave us strip dodgeball and allowed us to get some great views of 10 of her men.
0: Well, you get to choose that uh, winner there. So I uh, will <laughs> I'll accept that and uh, and we'll move on and, uh, and and go from there.
1: I, I also um, have initiated a new section of the podcast without telling you but um, I'm now keeping track of the Claire cry count uh, how many times Claire cries in every episode
0: mm-hmm.
1: episodes two Claire cry count is four We'll see if four. we can it next week
0: four for the season or four in this this la- this past episode
1: this past episode I didn't count the first episode I didn't know it was going to be such a prominent um, act that was going to occur so,
0: yeah, I think I think act is the key word there. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up?
0: So just a, a couple things. Yeah, I I wrote down: avoid playing naked dodgeball, avoid TV <laughs> shows, avoid TV shows that require you to strip. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I'll I'll th- give a little shout out to Chris Harrison. Yeah, it's okay to make. Some ball jokes here and there. That's okay. Guys don't mind that so much. Uh, you know, and the final, the final thing, and we sort of touched on it. Avoid dating girls that want to open Pandora's box and let out your demons on the first date. You know, that's really more of a third date type situation <laughs> in my book. So I would avoid those. Avoid those ladies.
1: I I think that you know that's fair fatherly advice. I don't necessarily agree about a strip dodgeball, of course, but to each their own we can well, hear so much
0: here's, advice. here's some real fatherly advice you better not be playing strip dodgeball
1: <laughs> if i do i won't tell you
0: thank you don't, don't put it on any social media please that'd be that'd be more fatherly advice there
1: <laughs> okay you have anything else you want to say we good
0: i think i think we've said plenty
1: <laughs> OK, well, join us next week as we talk more about Claire's season from the right perspective and my dad. Bye bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to the mesh